Welcome to Beauty and the Brain with your hosts, Dr. Chris Crowley and nurse practitioner Jerry Drinker. Get ready to dive into the latest in revolutionary treatments, cutting-edge devices, and wellness secrets. Whether you're a consumer or provider, we're here to empower you at the forefront of beauty and aesthetics. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beauty and the Brain, the podcast where we discuss all things aesthetics. I'm your co-host, Dr. Chris Crowley. And I'm Jerry Drinkard, family nurse practitioner, and together Chris and I own Skin and Tonic, a med spa that's located in Pace, Florida. Today we're joined by our nurse practitioner that works with us at the clinic, Miss Allie Ballou. Happy to be back. We're happy to have Allie. She's joined us on several episodes of the, of the podcast now, and we have an exciting podcast going today. Yeah, we're going to talk about some budget-friendly options for all of our listeners out there who are interested in and looking at things that they can do really for their own uh, skincare regimen at home and things that we can help them incorporate into that regimen in our clinic. I really like talking about this topic because I know everybody's on a budget and that's what I saw my clients. You know, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. I'm on a budget. You're on a budget. Everyone's on some sort of budget. And so I think it's really important to talk about treatment plans and what we can work in and different things that we can do at different times throughout the year to really make them get the most of their skincare experience at Skin and Tonic. Yeah, Jerry definitely keeps me on a budget. I try. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a little bit of a misconception, too, for people that have never visited um, a a med spa or never had um, any type of cosmetic treatment that they often think that it's all very expensive Mm -hmm. and not attainable. And it's it's not the case. You know, there are several different things. Some of those treatments obviously are very expensive, but then there are others, especially some of the maintenance treatments, which are my favorites that are very cost effective and I think are as important. Maybe I don't love them quite as much as my talks, but the um, I think they're just as important in establishing a healthy skin that gives us better results as we age. Absolutely. So what's your favorite budget friendly option? Definitely microneedling. Microneedling is something we always, me and Jerry always say, you know, do something collagen stimulating quarterly. And I think it's a very affordable option for a collagen stimulating treatment and one that also doesn't have a lot of downtime, which can be important for people. Also budget wise, I don't want to take off at work, you know, because that can cut into your budget some too. And so I think it's a really good option, minimal downtime while still, you know, creating those micro injuries to the skin and stimulating that collagen production. And it's a great anti-ager. That's probably the treatment I do the most, really, besides, you know, injectables. Yeah, we incorporated microneedling super early in our practice because, I mean, just perfectly honest, we couldn't afford a lot of the energy-based devices at that point, and and we were able to afford a microneedling device, and both of us did that routinely for years, and we had patients that have been doing this routinely for a long time, and I think the key is the collagen stimulation. So, uh, you know, um, and, and both of you know, my favorite is anything we do to stimulate collagen rather than just a a hyaluronic acid filler or um, Botox. Well, neither of us actually, I mean, we're, I'm 50, Chris is approaching 50 and like neither of us really do a ton of fillers. We do a lot of energy devices. We do a lot of collagen stimulating treatment. I personally, like um, Allie said, like to do something quarterly and kind of my favorites that I always tell patients is I do microneedling. I'll love a chemical pill at least yearly, usually twice a year. And then at some point I try to do some type of ablative laser just to kind of like rejuvenate my skin after a bad summer. 
because I'm not always great about practicing what I preach. And speaking of that, the um, Airlace Neo laser, to me, in my opinion, is also one of our more affordable energy-based devices. Um, and it can target a multitude of things. So you can target, you know, blood vessels, redness, rosacea. You can target acne, hyperpigmentation. It really has so many different things it can treat. And that's a really, it also stimulates collagen. And so that's another option that you can do for, you know, more of like tone correction and things like that, as well as doing that collagen stimulation for yourself. And that's just a little more than microneedling at our clinic. Yeah. We have talked about like some of the energy devices and the repair and the injury to the skin that we've caused and collagen stimulation. But one of the best ways and most cost effective ways is to start with sun protection. And I think that people don't realize like skin care is really something that all of us can do at home. We have great cosmeceutical lines that are at skin and tonic, but we also have other options that we can give you if it's out of your price range. So I think everybody, like from day one, we learned this years ago from Sheila at Skin Institute in Miami, is to clean it, protect it, and to moisturize it. That's what I tell all of my patients today. I still go back to that because there's a million products we can choose from. You can look at all of our counters. We all have tons of stuff. And that's typically what I always revert back to, like cleanse, protect, and moisturize. What about dial soap? Is that an effective cleanser alley? <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Why? Love that. I know people out there are going to listen because we do have people that tell us I've used, you know, a certain, I don't want to throw any particular brands out there, but I've used a, a particular brand of soap just for years on my face um, and it's fine. And so, you know, what are some of the downsides of using some of just the bar soaps that you can buy over the counter? Just stripping your skin of moisture and your barriers. And so I always recommend, you know, a medical grade cleanser if possible. But there's also affordable options at the store, like not to name drop brands or anything, but like CeraVe, I think is a good brand. Like that's what I used whenever I was buying my skincare from, you know, Target and places like that. And so I think there are good quality cleansers and things out there you can do without harming your skin because you don't want those harsh cleansing chemicals always that are used for other things going on your face. So what, what do you do when people tell you, but I have oily skin, I actually want to use that soap to like strip that oil away. How do you, how do you coach them and counsel them on using um, a more appropriate cleanser for their skin type? Well, I mean, if they're still having problems with their skin, then clearly it's not working. And I think so many people get set in their ways and they get their skincare routine that they do at home and they've gotten used to it and they're like, well, I use it because I have oily skin, but they still have oily skin. And so I'm like, well, it's clearly, you know, not doing what you intend it to do. And so I'll give, I'll give samples of skincare, you know, recommend more affordable options and really focusing on gentler products. Even if you do have oilier skin, you know, you can add something in like a toner. Maybe they're not exfoliating enough or maybe they're using the wrong moisturizer. And so kind of go through step by step what their skincare routine is day and night and look for any cracks in there that I see. So it sounds like what kind of we're all saying is a lot of when we're talking about uh, skin care or things that you can do on a budget is gonna be starting with things that you do at home. It's not things that we're gonna necessarily do in the office, but we're happy to help our clients like come up with an optimal regimen. But really that's key. They're paying hundreds sometimes or thousands of dollars for things that we do in the office, but there's a lot that you can do at home to really maintain those results or, or improve the results, make them even better. We can tell you things not to do because I've probably done them all. Like one of my 
favorite products that in when Chris Amit was saying I was apricot apricot scrub. I knew that was gonna probably one of the worst things for your skin. But my skin felt so good immediately after, and it's probably and you would use it like almost daily. It was probably the same thing with the patient that was using the dial soap. Like immediately after, her skin felt nice and dry. She wasn't woolly, but you don't realize the long term effect of of these things on your skin. So. Yeah, we don't recommend any exfoliation like that. We don't we don't recommend that. So before I actually started working here, um, one of the things that I never had like wrapped my mind around before working in the skin industry was that I thought I had oily skin, and so I was like, well, I don't need to be putting moisturizer on my skin, which is I think a common misconception, or maybe I'm just the one left out of the loop here. <laughs> But um, so I wouldn't put moisturizer on because I'm like, my skin's already oily. I don't need to add to that. But it's your skin compensating for your lack of moisture that you're giving it. And so it's overproducing that oil trying to compensate. And I think that's a very common misconception that I also go over with my oilier clients is that they don't think they should be moisturizing because of it. When in reality, their skin is struggling and trying to overproduce that oil to give it some hydration. And you have to have consistency to condi to condition the skin. And I think consistency with all of this is where we really see our, you know, our greatest changes. And so the consistency with sunscreen or consistency with your needling or consistency with a good moisturizer. And so all of those things, if you if you do them, they're going to help for sure. So, so I kind of want to summarize that and then move into some of the treatments we have in the office. But in general, I think we would all um, agree exactly as Jerry said. We start with a good gentle cleanser, moisturizer, and sunscreen. And when we say sunscreen, we recommend daily sunscreen, whether you're going to the beach or whether you're going to just, you know, drive to the post office or get groceries. Um you're going to get a lot of UV exposure. And we clearly see that that contributes to the aging process, a lot of pigment issues over time, especially in Florida. And um, we can help our, all of our clients, anybody that comes in to see us, come up with a regimen that um, something we carry in the office or help you find things that may be more appropriate or affordable for you that you could get um, at, at some of your local retails. Um, although we love our retail products and that's what we're going to recommend. But we also have a lot of options and um, understand working with your budget in the clinic that really can alter and change the results. We have some phenomenal before and afters if anybody wants to go on the website and look uh, at um, skinatonic.pro. But it's um, really kind of fascinating when people decide, you know, maybe in their um, early 40s, early 50s, when they're still in that age range that they can produce a lot of collagen, they want to start doing some things. The difference we can see after about three to six months of good care. I think the Allie, she mentioned um, microneedling being her favorite and just a simple microneedling with a serum. Certainly there are different levels of microneedling that we do that are much more expensive. Um, you know, there's also radio frequency microneedling that does not fall in that price range. There's the vampire facial that um, does not fall in that price range where we use the patient's plasma. Um, so, but for the for the cost of it, I think that microneedling with the serum is probably the biggest bang for your buck that you can get under 250. Where do you see um, the Plexer Shower? We've been using that a lot more, and so it is a plasma-based device. And so we also have our um, Neogen plasma device that we can do on low energy, um, and it's very effective. The, the price points are a little different with our Neogen, so it's a little bit more expensive, but the Plexer Shower um, we've been doing that in a, a similar price range. It's under 250 just for a very basic, um, uh, you know, uh, treatment that's going to open the pores. I'll just put a topical on. So 
What are your thoughts on that? How have your clients been doing with those treatments? Loved it. Love the minimal downtime, but still the effectiveness of the treatment. We also have with our Plexor shower, you can do a lower energy or a higher energy. I made the mistake of doing a higher energy one on myself right before an event. And it works because the first time I did a low energy, I had really great results. Like immediately after, I liked how my skin looked, which is really cool to me when you can get that instant gratification. Now, the higher energy one, I was like red for a couple of days. I went a little ham on some parts of me. I had a little bit of scabbing, a little bit of peeling, a little bit pilling of skin when you're washing your face that you notice, but it's effective. Yeah, I really like it. I think the clients have been loving it. Um, it's also really great for little things like um, like skin tag removal. You know, you can do things with that. You can do um, focus on hyperpigmentation, like an age spot or a area of sun damage too. Um, and so I think clients really like that you can do a flexor shower, but I'm always good about talking about cost effectiveness. If it's not costing us a ton, ton, like I will throw something in there for them if there's an area that really bothers them. And if I can go that extra step for my client, I'm not going to charge you what a high energy procedure would cost if I can take a high energy tip and just kind of fix that little spot for them and make them feel better about their treatments. And so I think it's always a good idea. Any combination treatment, really, you know, we can offer plans and offer more budget friendly options. What about you? Do you like it? Yeah. You don't love it? Huh? I don't use it as frequently as you do. Um, Chris was coming home from a conference in New York and told me that he was using this energy. This was prior to me knowing anything at all about the Plexer and told me that he was using this energy device. It was a plasma device that was pretty new to the market and that he was doing it prior to these events and it was painless. And so we, no um, numbing. no numbing cream. He was doing it like every third weekend when he was out of town and talking about all the great results. So we get our device in and I decided to do a little treatment on myself. And I was like, I know Chris's pain level and there's no way he's doing this. So what I didn't realize that there are a couple of different settings that you can do, different hand pieces. And Chris was using the baby device and I was using the big boy device. And so there are certainly different levels that we can use, but um, I, I use it a lot. It probably runs daily in the clinic. So it's a, it's a very popular device. And then also just in terms of collagen stimulation and definitely a little bit, you know, um, if we do low energy, it's kind of in the mid price range, so a little more expensive than that, but phenomenal results is going to be our neogen plasma. So both of them are using plasma energy. So we're using nitrogen plasma with the neogen. It's a medical grade nitrogen with a radio frequency generator. And in fact, um, I just had it uh, less than, than a week ago before we're filming this uh, episode today. And uh, you guys can see I'm pretty clear from a little bit of redness. You're pretty. I'm pretty. Thank you. <laughs> you got to look at me, so I hope you like it. <laughs> Um, but a little bit of redness and, and other than that, but we can do those lower energy treatments and that's kind of what I prefer because the higher energy, um, a little bit more aggressive results, a little more resurfacing, definitely more expensive. So it doesn't fit really in our budget friendly. Um, but we can do some of these things on lower energy, more like a facial type of setting and get you some really phenomenal results. And speaking of the radio frequency, there is a facial that Lindsay does that she can use the radio frequency device that has the electroporesis and then also the radio frequency. So if you're looking for a milder radio frequency treatment that is more budget friendly, um, that can be included in some of the deluxe facials as well. Yeah, and that's great. Uh, something we haven't talked a lot about, but that we do a lot of is PDO threads. And so 
Um, I, I believe when people hear about threads, they think a lot about thread lifting, and those are more the barbed threads, threads that we're going to put into like reposition or lift up tissue. But there's actually different types of threads out there, and I, I think a lot of people don't know about that. Um, do you guys want to comment? Jerry, why don't you start and talk to them about the, the monofilament threads? I think everyone knows about the threads now just from social media because it's so so attractive and it's something that's really fun to watch. The um, the thing about the monofilaments is there's virtually no downtime. There is a risk of bruising anytime you introduce a needle into the skin, but very low risk. We use it to correct textural changes. We use it to correct volume deficits. We use them, you know, just for generalized um, collagen stimulation. And so it's one of those things that people can come in, they can have this treatment. I think it's really probably underutilized um, in a lot of places. And Chris, you're an educator with the thread companies. And so I think we just probably have a little more exposure than some places. And that's probably why it's so popular. Um, and, and patients love it. It's easy to treat perioral lines for a patient that's not quite ready for filler. I use them like in lip borders in combination with the neurotoxin to give like just a little bit of a pump to the lip if they're not quite ready for filler there. The potential for threads is just endless. I love them for um, when patients maybe wait a little later in life to start their neurotoxin journey and they have some very deep 11s, which we know is like kind of a dangerous spot to put filler. I love, you know, flooding that area with the smooth threads and um, have seen really, really good results with it. And it's something, again, not to harp on it, but it's an add-on, you know, that we can do as a procedure when people come to me for neurotoxin. If there's an area that I know, it's going to take a little while to get that, um, smoothing of lines, adding some PDO threads in that area can just kind of quicken the process. Yeah. And so for some of our smooth threads, not the lifting threads, those are the ones that I thought want to really like make a distinction because the patients, that's what they're hearing. The price is in the thousands of dollars for these smooth threads, depending on the area that we're treating. But some of these areas are as low as $200 and kind of range up to about $600. So two to 600 is kind of a rough range. You know, we can talk to you about the individual area. But um, really minimal risk for this and, um, you know, great in terms of longevity and results for collagen stimulation. Uh, one of the things I found interesting, um, as, as Jerry mentioned, and that I teach a lot for the threat companies is that we started doing uh, more of this and looking at what they do in other countries. In the U.S., we're really focused on instant gratification, instant results. So people come in and they want to have results similar to what they would have with a surgical procedure. They want it on a budget and they want zero downtime. I want all of those things myself. So when we find out how that <laughs> we can make that happen, I will be the first to sign up. Uh, but with the, the monofilaments, it takes a little bit more time to see the results. And so it's something that's good luck, but they're stimulating your own collagen. And so we're not going to see it right away. And so as I started teaching and looking at what they do in other countries, it was fascinating that in many other places in uh, Korea is, you know, notably one of the leaders with threads in, in the whole world. And a lot of the threads are, are produced and manufactured there, but they do way more monofilament threads than the barber lifting threads. So they start with that at a really young age and they're doing things to continually produce their collagen and keep their skin with that nice glow to keep the, the collagen production high, um, to give them that smooth appearance. And they're only using the lifting threads kind of far down the process. Whereas here, I think we're kind of missing the boat. Some maybe patients weren't aware of it or they're coming into us at a later time and we're having to catch up on some of that work. They just want to come in, and if we lift that tissue that's poor quality, that's when they don't really get the optimal results or it doesn't last as long as they want. 
um, they can maybe get, you know, a little bit of bunching or something somewhere in the back. We see sometimes that we have to correct. So I, I think that this lower cost option is actually a preferred option. So it's not just because patients are on a budget. It is relatively budget friendly compared to the barb threads, but it also many times is a better option in terms of results. One other thing that we we kind of touched on based on a couple of times, but I do want to mention before we wrap up, there's chemical pills. Um, and so when we start talking about treatments that are under 500, um, the chemical pills and like a, I'll call a name VI pill is probably one of my very favorite. We do have some um, other pills in the clinic. We have the ZO has some really good pills as well. We've used VI pill for 12 years or plus probably. And prior to us being able to go out and afford some of these energy devices, we got like phenomenal results using a VI pill, which is a combination of several different acids, VI pills, microneedlings, you know, and putting people on good, these good skin regimens. So um, don't under, underestimate the power of a good pill. Yeah, I think the, the chemical pills in general are good for a lot of things, texture, tone, uh, pigment. And so picking one that's appropriate for your skin type obviously is important. Um, unfortunately, we have had to deal with clients from other practices that we've dealt with some pigment problems where they picked a chemical peel that was wrong for that skin type. You know, at Skin and Tonic, we obviously treat all skin types from the lightest to the darkest. And you want to make sure that if you're going somewhere else that they're uh, using a chemical peel that's appropriate for your skin type because they are phenomenal results, but you can have some risk associated if the right. proper one's not chosen. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of Beauty and the Brain. We look forward to seeing you next week. See you soon. Bye.